Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. Thanks for joining me. And if it's your first time here, I am your host, Jill Griffin. Today, I want to talk about a topic that has been an active discussion between my clients, myself, my fellow coach community, and it's the little quits and how they impact us more than we realize. We call it micro quitting and it's quitting ahead of time. It's a subtle self-sabotage. It's a baby quit. A big quit is getting really clear that I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. And this can be really freeing because you're then clear that you're ending the goal or you're ending the process. A full-on quit can help you make a new decision and move on to a new goal. Micro quit is a subtle opting out. All of your thoughts sound really logical and you're not fully in and you're not fully out. We do micro quits in so many areas as humans. We quit jobs, we quit dieting, we show up late, We make excuses. We tell ourselves we're not really quitting, but then we quit on ourselves and we don't even believe us. And when we're doing micro quits, you are killing your goal. You are prolonging the quit and the win because you're in the in-between. You're in the hallway. So what's your story for why you do micro quits? Because it's really stressful to be half in and half out. If you haven't made a full decision, then you You are in a space where you can't really see your progress and you can't really see your results because you're kind of half doing it. And when you're half doing something, like I said, it's hard to see the results that you're getting. Then you give yourself more evidence that all the effort that you're doing, you're not really getting there anyway. And I just want to remind everyone, including myself, that we can't grow without discomfort and your brain wants safety, comfort, and efficiency. And it's going to work really hard to get it. And here's an example of how micro quits might be showing up for you. So let's say you decide that you want to be in a new job before the end of the year. You want a new job or you want a a promotion. Maybe you're bored in your current job and you've decided that you want to find an opportunity where you can really amplify your strengths, leverage your skills, and tap into your core values. So you make a plan for yourself. You decide that you're going to make a minimum of five outreaches a week. You're going to use email. You're going to use cover letters. You're going to use underground job boards. You're going to use the public facing job boards. You're going to network with friends and email hiring managers and recruiters. You're going to make a list of all the companies that you'd love to work for and try to find people that are connected within your university or your alumni office who may also be able to make introductions for you. So you have a plan. And you've got good momentum and you're starting to get nibbles and bites and getting traction. You may be even starting to land some informational interviews and formal interviews. But then one day your job gets a little crazy. 
the deadlines pick up, the deliverables pick up. You've got that new presentation you need to prep for. You've got the quarterly close. You decide that you've been doing a lot. And you know what? I'm tired. You're tired. You just, you're just not going to do it today. One day doesn't matter. And then one day becomes one week. And you decide not to put in the effort this week. And you just say to yourself, you know what? It's not that big of a deal if I skip this week. You justify it. You tell yourself that nothing bad is going to happen if you do a little less. But then you don't get any results this week. You don't make outreach calls. You're not going to apply to online postings. And you just keep telling yourself you do it next week. But before you know it, one week becomes three weeks. And you start noticing that the momentum you created only a month ago is starting to dwindle off. You're getting less responses. And then you tell yourself, you know what? You've been doing all this work. You've created all this momentum. And you know what? It's not even showing anything because you haven't even landed an interview. So it's no big deal if you do a little less again, because it's not paying off anyway. And I just want to remind us that when things are hard, our brain wants to take the easy route. We tend to opt out of risk. Other ways we opt out and micro quit is underperforming. Ambivalence is also a micro quit. The subtle decisions limit your self-trust and your integrity. Micro quits chip away at your progress. They're teeny little acts of complacency. And over time, you're getting less and less reward. You get in the habit of doing less. And then it becomes easier and easier to scale back on your goal. So I want you to recognize when you are micro quitting in the moment that everything is going to seem justified and you think it's just a short break. And that's nice, right? Just a little break. But the nice thing is to really follow up on your plan so that you reach your goal. And if you can't do the work today, you look at your week and you renegotiate so that you can stay consistent and still reach your goal. Because when you start to string together all these little quits, you will see evidence that nothing's really working anyway. And then you decide not to keep your promise to yourself. And when you start to feel bad about yourself and wonder why you can't secure another interview, and if you can't get an interview, how are you going to get a job? Your growth is in the capacity to risk failure and feel the discomfort. And as my mentor always says, discomfort is the currency and success is what you're buying. But if your goal feels too big, we want to right size it and we go to micro quits because we don't want to feel bad about ourselves all the time because that's not good either, right? It's better to be in positive thinking but we're lying to ourselves. Micro quits are subtle ways that your brain rationalizes deviating from your goal just a little bit. It's not being honest with yourself or others. The micro quit happens before the big quit. It's slippery. And the slip happens the first time you didn't fulfill your commitment to yourself and you made the micro quit. And in the end, you think you'll make some progress But ultimately, you stay in status quo. We stop trying, we struggle, and we accept defeat in the moment. And over time, our brain gradually convinces us to give it up completely because we weren't getting traction anyway. So I want you to notice some of these sneaky thoughts and how they show up. You may hear thoughts in your head like, I can't deal, I'm just too busy right now. Gosh, this is really hard. I'm going to start this next quarter when I can really focus. 
I could do this today if I didn't have a, such a stressful job. You know what? It's not that big of a deal. I need a break. I'm going to start again next week. God, I'm so busy and I hate feeling overwhelmed. You know what? I just need a day of rest and then I can revisit this. Do you see how these thoughts keep you in comfort? Because you don't challenge your own thinking or behavior and you don't achieve your goals. Because if any one of those thoughts are popping into your head, you could also easily say, okay, I'm not going to be able to handle this today, but here's how I'm going to rework tomorrow. Or here's how I'm going to make up the goal this week. So what do you do about micro quits? Well, first, I want you to be really honest with yourself. If you don't want to do the work to find a new job or get a promotion and you don't want to do it right now, that's totally okay. Just be honest with yourself. Don't be half in and half out. Make a decision. And then if you decide to quit, just like your reasons for quitting. Next, make a list of all your previous micro quits, all of them. Is this a pattern for you? Maybe it's your diet. Maybe you say you're only going to have dessert once a week and suddenly you're in two desserts. Or you negotiate with yourself that you're only going to drink X amount of days this week and suddenly you're drinking more. Where are the micro quits showing up? We also have a micro quit when we don't talk about goals. We're hiding. And if no one will ask, then we won't have to lie. We talk about not making the investment. That can be a micro quit. Being late. That's a micro quit. Or how many times have you started a new wellness routine, eating plan, meditation, exercise, and decide how many times a week you're going to do it. And then within a day or two, you've already fell fell off that commitment. I want you to recommit. It is totally okay to have a slip, but remember why you're going after this goal. And you're going to need something like 25 reasons to why you're going after it because your same why is not going to work for you every day. You better have a backup why. Whys can look like, I want to be challenged. I want to work at a company that is more aligned to my values. I want to use my skills. I want to do meaningful work. I want to amplify my strengths. I want to lead a team. I want to make more money. I want to go after the promotion because I want to see if I can do it. And I want to be the first to do X, Y, and Z. Get a list of your whys. Those are going to help you when the thought comes in to give yourself the micro quit. Next, I want you to know that you may feel overwhelmed and that's okay. Get ahead of your thoughts and decide what you want to think when your brain tells you that this is too hard or that you can't handle the uncertainty of how this is going to turn out. Make a list of those doubtful thoughts and see my episode on belief and doubt cycles because they are common and they happen regularly. And I look at belief and doubt as just high tide and low tide is something that happens and you just go with the flow and know that your brain at times is going to be into doubt and you need to train your brain that it's okay. Remember, the only thing that you can be certain about is your thoughts. The rest is just a gamble. Next, I want you to know when you're avoiding discomfort. And that's totally normal to avoid discomfort. And as Glennon Doyle says, we can do hard things. Think about all the reasons you are proud of yourself for not having quit in the past. Make a list of your past wins. Take your victory lap. Look at the jobs, the projects, the late nights, the collaborations, the things you didn't quit that totally paid off. Coach yourself. Ask yourself, if you knew you would be successful, how would you show up? 
This again is where thought work is going to come in really handy around your micro quit. Because each time your brain questions your goal or comes up with some juicy story as to why you should have a micro quit, you're going to have to coach yourself. And as a riff off Byron Katie's four questions, ask yourself, is that story true? Can I prove that it's true? And who would I be if it wasn't true? And lastly, notice when you're in halt, which is hungry, angry, lonely, tired. If you are in halt, you are going to want to micro quit. Remember who you want to be and ask if the micro quit will get you closer or further away from where you want to go and who you want to be. All right, you got this. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you this week. And thanks for joining me. Check out the show notes if you want to reach out or email me or ask any questions. And I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.